Hello and welcome to Make Ideas Reality, the podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to everyday creative heroes making their ideas reality that wouldn't necessarily get their story heard. I hope to inspire you with their stories, give you courage to leave your comfort zone, think big, and be the badass creator you are meant to be. I'm Justin White, aka The Garage Avenger. Let's do this! I need to practice my English, so... Hello and welcome to Make Ideas a Reality, episode 5. Today we have on another Viking, Terja Smistad. Welcome, Terja. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> uh, Terja, you and I know each other from Make Essential. Uh, we met each other there last year. Uh, awesome event for those guys who haven't been. I suggest it's on again uh, this year or next year, 2020. Uh, I yes. suggest tickets are already out. Go have a look, guys. Uh, well worth your time if you're into making stuff. Um, yeah, uh, met you, didn't realize you're a Norwegian. Uh, I am, of course, Australian, but living in Norway. Uh, was really nice connecting with you. And one of the first people I sort of came up with on my list to interview was yourself because I just thought you were an amazing, nice dude and maybe had a bit of a story to tell. So, Terrier, tell the people who you are and sort of what's what's your story? How did it all start doing what you do? Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, how did it start? I don't know. I've kind of always been making um, all kinds of different stuff, you know? Uh, so it was uh, when I say making community when I discovered that it was kind of a relief because uh, before before that I didn't know what to call me, you know, and I could kind of yeah I, I hang myself on a name, you know. Yeah, I, I get to... that feeling, man. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do a little bit of everything, so uh, mostly I might be a woodcarver, or uh, I do whittling, but I don't, I, I'm not comfortable with calling myself a woodcarver, because I'm not, I'm just playing around, So, but a maker, that's a good term, so. <laughs> but isn't that what it's all about, just playing and, and playing around with things, I mean that's path to enjoyment isn't it yeah absolutely uh, for me it's just um, uh, a hobby so uh, I don't do this for a living or anything but uh, uh, and the discovery of it and um, yeah is I've always been making but uh, I kind of rediscovered making um, about uh, I think seven or eight years ago, uh, with uh, Jimmy and the Resta and uh, search on YouTube, and uh, that was partly because um, we got kids, so I needed to have activities close to home, you know. 
so it got more difficult to go hunting and fishing and all this kinds of stuff. So because that's what Norwegians do, right? They just hunt and yeah, fish, of like, do. yeah, like Vikings. And, yeah, long ships around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Take up polar bears fishing and yeah. <laughs> no, so I um, need to have a easier accessible hobby. So I started going more into the garage at night with a baby call, so I could have the kids while the wife was at work and just doing stuff. I've been, uh, yeah, all kinds of metalwork and just general, general carpentry and house remodeling and whittling and everything. So, what's your type of favorite project? Just to just to muck around with, to enjoy, like something you just really enjoy. Uh, whatever, whatever I can do and ha have the time to. But, uh, last year, so I've kind of fallen in love with wood carving and whittling because that's something that's um, it's fairly quiet uh, and it's a small project. It's easy to put aside and get back to, and it doesn't produce dust. And you get to play with sharp knives and stuff and axes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, that's just uh, yeah. I was gonna say because you you just showed me that you were whittling at your computer desk, and I think yeah. that's something I can definitely not do what I do at my computer desk. Like no. they're just that's <laughs> impossible. So I mean that is a really cool fun thing to do. You don't have to have a huge amount of tools either, right? You get a fair amount of tools eventually. <laughs> but you don't need them, do you? Really, you just want you them. You don't need them. Yeah, you <laughs> want them. Right, my, uh, when going into wood carving, you see that you might need another shaped gouge or yeah, whatever. To yeah, you don't have to have it, but it gets easier. <laughs> Makes the job easier with the right tools, you know. Definitely. Uh, and I. My shop space is about three by three meters, so I don't have room for the big projects unless I empty the garage of cars. And I'm, uh, yeah, I always try to keep the cars in the garage. So. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not like me. I threw my cars out, but I'm pissed every winter because I have to clear the snow off the cars and. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I hate that the car is in the garage. If it was in there, I was like, get out. It's my workshop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I let the cars or at least one car be in the garage. So I don't have to have a pissed wife all winter. <laughs> Gotta keep the wife happy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you work around it. So, I mean, you started, you, you've always been a little bit like handsy Oh, handsy. That sounds funny. Yeah, always happy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how you met your wife, I'm guessing. You got all handsy mm. with her. Um, and sorry, that was inappropriate. <laughs> um, but you've been doing that, and then you when you watched a Jimmy Duresta video, and then all of a sudden you kind of just started making things. And 
And is that kind of how it uh, went, or? Uh, that was more of a, um, uh, what can you call it, a creative opening, you know? It's like, <clears throat> when I started watching YouTube, uh, kind of got to see all these other people's ideas and ways to do things and um, yeah, ways to use materials and tools and ways I haven't thought of before. So I kind of just opened the uh, open new gates of creativity or something, you know? Yeah, cool. So it was more more like that because I always been yeah when I was uh, I think sixteen or seventeen I kind of made uh, small jewelry and, uh, wooden rings and stuff for my wife that was my girlfriend at the time <laughs> and uh, Viking shields uh, me and a mate we made like chain mails from steel wire so it's I've always been making all kinds of weird shit, but uh, just open new ways of thinking and uh, seeing material use and yeah. Cool, cool. Let's talk about your name, Awesome in yeah. Progress on on Instagram. I'm yeah. I'm interested. What what's Awesome in Progress? Tell me why the name Awesome in Progress. I've been. I've gotten that question a lot because people think it sounds really cocky. That's <laughs> <laughs> you're awesome, you know. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, it's kind of the, I play on the um, get better every day, kind of saying. So I, uh, I want to be awesome, but uh, yeah. If you put it this way, it's um, like the the more you know, the 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 more you learn, the less you realize you do know. Is that it? Yeah, we can call yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's like I want to be, or it would be nice to be awesome. Um, but um, it's like. Whenever you learn something new, you see that, oh, I don't know anything about this. So you have to start, yeah, fresh. So I'll always be in progress. But I'm always trying to reach the awesome, but I'll always be in progress. So therefore, I'll never be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so but I'll always try. <laughs> so so you're, you're always in the pursuit of awesome, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, have you ever got to a stage where you thought you were awesome at something and then maybe perhaps realized you weren't? No. <laughs> no, no, it's... Uh, uh, I haven't been setting goals to be, like, really good at this or really good at that. It's more curiosity, you know? Like, uh, ooh, I wonder if we can carve a spoon. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, maybe the next one will be better. Yes, next one better. Yeah, all right, cool. And then you just dabble on and try new things. So I started with like just simple spoon shapes, 
and uh, some spoons I made like following the grain in the woods so and just gets whatever is in there and um, then it slowly turned into uh, decorating them with a uh, like I was watching wood by right and uh, he was starting to do this uh, simple just Celtic pattern carving so uh, I watched that and hmm that looks simple want to try that so I did that <laughs> and then it just yeah it's more curiosity and uh, trying new things and not necessarily the goal to become awesome it's more the goal to try new things and try to ma and not master necessarily but yeah try to push yourself yeah, yeah, just push yourself and try to learn new stuff. So, I mean, you, you're you in this pursuit to learn constantly. And, you know, do you see, where do you see this journey of learning taking you? Uh, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's a, uh, it's... Well, um, explain that. Well, I mean, you say nowhere, but people are yeah, like, what? I don't get this. So, some other reason, you know, some other reason is I want to learn. Um, I want to learn different stuff to be able to learn my kids the stuff. You know, I can't teach my kids how to change the tire if I haven't done it before. And uh, if they want to be make stuff for a hobby or living or whatever then they can come to me and daddy how do you how do you carve a spoon oh i'll show you you know so uh, that's part of the motivation you know <laughs> would you say that like uh, another awesome thing about children is they'll come and ask you something that you don't know how to do yeah and now you have the experience in knowing that you can try new things and you will master that eventually because yeah. of you've been on this journey so far where you've been learning along the way, you know, trying new things. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yes, at least I've learned that uh, I have learned to not be afraid of trying new stuff, you know, and uh so if they ask me something completely weird, yeah, we can try that. So That's like awesome. you're you're doing a lot of wood carving and and a little bit of metal and and things like that. And but what if they came to you and asked you about computer programming or electronics? Do you think that would are you up for that challenge? Or it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Uh, I I can't say no to that really, because I I'm an electrician and work as a audio video technician, so I can't really listen all to that. Can I? <laughs> there you go. How you, you, do, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about your day job. What do you What do you do for your day job? Yeah, it's um, uh, work as an uh, audio video technician. So it's yeah, mostly just. Um, uh, assembly and putting together meeting rooms and uh, uh, stages and work a lot in churches and museums like interactive stuff and also do some um, programming on uh, like uh, intelligent houses and uh, that kind of stuff 
um, all kinds of weird shit. So, and I especially like museums, because you get answers or questions to do something that you won't get anywhere else. So, that's also kind of a creative um, way, or yeah. The, like one time I got this TV from the 60s, wooden TV, like this curtain to um, take in front of the screen. Yeah. And I uh, told us that um, uh, this doesn't work. So we want you to rip out everything and stick in a new computer screen and make it look like an old TV, just with new stuff on the inside. So, uh, yeah, we had stuff like that. That was a cool challenge. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I get jobs like that? That sounds awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I guess I was lucky. <laughs> so. Well, so, so it's all kinds of weird shit. So it's everything from fiber optics to yeah, audio to TV screens and yeah, whatever. <laughs> um. You know, I want to I want to go a little bit back on what you sort of said about going nowhere with, with yeah, with your making. Um, part of me really loves the fact that you say I'm going nowhere because yeah. I feel like a lot of people are very focused on like the YouTube route, you know, becoming a YouTube star or mm. Instagram or like making a living off what they do. You know, and I love the fact that you say it's you don't want to go anywhere with it. You're just enjoying it. And from what I understand of it, you know, you love what you do just for fun. It doesn't consume your whole life. I mean, you have work and you have kids oh. and you have and your family and things you have to do. Um, yeah. And you you also have time to interact with the community that also has, is very like minded to yourself. Um, I mean, do you think, do you think we're, we're putting a bit too much pressure on ourselves to be like, oh, it seems like everyone's to everyone wants to be like a influencer or Instagram or even myself, to be honest, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to have a million or two followers on YouTube and Instagram or that would be cool. That would be awesome. But, um. Uh, yeah, for me, I, of course, that would be fun, but uh, it's not—it's not a goal. It's more of the uh, curiosity and uh, exploring, and uh, yeah, I just want to learn new stuff and uh, have fun, and yeah, and I and I want to try to make some YouTube videos eventually, but. Uh, more in line of um, uh, to communicate and uh, have fun with the others in the community more than trying to be a one-hit wonder, you know? Yeah, it's, just like you, like you're wearing a full flies t-shirt now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that was a great little project done by them, and, and a lot of people got involved in it. So that Absolutely. was a great little project that they started and I think it's been it shows you how strong the community is yeah 
and uh, the year, or maybe a year and a half ago, like um, Steve and Al from uh, Tools for Tools, they had this uh, quarrel or uh, thing going on on YouTube where they were making food in the um, in the shops. Uh, so Steve was gonna yeah, frying a steak, you know, on a metal plate, uh, heat it and forge, and it was hack-shack tacos or whatever. That, that, that kind of stuff, that's just fun. And uh, it's it's more interacting with the community than it is uh, trying to do this DIY thing. So, yeah, I might do that, but what I want to do is the fun stuff. You know? <laughs> I have to say I'm pretty crap at actually being involved in the community. You and I talked about it, you know, and you yeah. one of your uh, one of your one of your insights was basically the fact that if I had been more involved in the community, I probably would have had a lot bigger followership and and subscriber base and things like that. Yeah. Um, which is actually okay with me that I don't. But, yeah. you know, I, I also think I see the value. The value in community uh, is, you know, where, where you support each other and you have fun together and you and you, then you work well together. I mean, today I just... each other. And... Yeah, I mean, today I saw so much uh, chat about the Make Essential for 2020. Yeah. People are pumped for it. I, I just love it. Uh, even uh, like... <laughs> I've looked at booking tickets already and, you know, organizing with uh, guys who to stay with and stuff like that yeah. already. So, and I think it was, wasn't it announced just last week or, or a couple of days ago? I don't know. So, no, I think it was today, actually. Was it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I think I got the mail today. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, everyone's just, <laughs> I've been waiting for this since May, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I know, uh, like last year, it, uh, it was also the first time I went over there. And um, uh, as soon as I found that the tickets was out, I went online and ordered them and hotel. <laughs> Booked it like in June, and the uh, show wasn't before May, you know. <laughs> Story time. She stared at the gown and thought, yes, this is something my husband would wear. You told me a story once about you uh, when you went when you booked your tickets. You just directly like contacted these people and said, "I, I need to be with you, Steve, or I need to be with you, Al." Or yeah. <laughs> tell tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that was um, that was partly because. Um, uh, they said last year that, uh, or this year, that it might be the last time Make a Central goes on, at least in a while. So uh, I thought, okay, this might be my only chance to kind of go over there and just connect with people, you know, and uh, meet different people and stuff. So... Uh, Al from Al's Hack Shack, he's uh, 
really awesome guy and uh, I find him really interesting and uh, cool in every way so I just contacted him and asked if uh, it would be okay if um, I could come visit him before the make central and uh, and then I wrote like I hope it doesn't come across as creepy or something, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was fine with it. And um, um, the same with Steve, uh, Steve House from Moonshine Metalworks. Uh, so I asked him to come visit him after the show. Uh, so he was also fine with that. And um, a bunch of people, I think it was like 20 people went down to his after, after the show. And, um, yeah, just hung around and did stuff for a couple of days. <clears throat> so that was a really good time. Awesome. So, I mean, that you reached out, like, you're, that's, that's not normal for you, is it? No. <laughs> that's not Norwegian at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, I just decided I need to be a little less Norwegian and uh, a little less myself. And just try to make this happen because it might be my only chance, you know, to meet this wonderful, amazing people and uh, kind of get to know them. So I also went in to uh, to make a central with the mindset that I'm going to try to say hello to as many people as I can. Uh, while I'm there at the hotel, in the bar, and at the show. Because, uh, you know, it's way too easy to just um, find a couple of guys you like and then sit and drink with them in the corner for the rest of the weekend. Yep. So, <laughs> so I just decided I'm not going to do that. Okay, a little bit, talk here and there, but I'm going to try to say hello to as many people as I can in those three days. And I think. I did a good job of that, but um, in hindsight, I see that I that meant I didn't get those proper conversations with anyone. You know, mm. I got to say hello to them and a lot, a lot of people, but I didn't get a lot of proper conversations. So yeah, you have to choose, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the fact that you got out of your comfort zone. I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are in their little workshops doing their little thing. And they, I mean, I saw a couple of them at Make Essential. They were really quiet. They didn't, they didn't mm. interact a lot because maybe they're introverted or, you know, that sort of thing. And I, I want to use your story as a bit of encouragement for those type of people to get out there and meet some people, connect with people. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, after you, you spent time with these people, have you found like your involvement in the community and, and uh, your interactions with them is better? Yeah, absolutely. Or uh, I have more um, uh, yeah, I would call them friends. I have more friends now in the community, not uh, just acquaintances or mm. people that I've commented on. Yeah, I've asked a little chat with, but there are like uh, there are a bunch of people that 
yeah, almost, uh, talk to me regularly. Oh, almost weekly, I got at least uh, maybe two or three people from around the world that I talk to weekly. Different people. And, uh, it wasn't like this before. So <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. So uh, get out there, people. Get out there and start talking with people. Um, I want to talk about um, your inspiration for what you do. Who do you look at um, for inspiration? And who is your everyday creative hero? Uh, everyday creative hero. I, that's might be the toughest question, you know, because there are so many fantastic, amazing people. And uh, I'm, I'm not just into one thing. If I was just into wood carving, I might have had this one person that's a big hero, you know. But I do everything. And a little bit of sewing and welding and forging and whittling and everything. So it's all these people as uh, heroes. <laughs> so like uh, like crafts with Ellen, she is uh, cool. Like, when she puts out new video, I just want to find the sewing machine and start sewing something. You know, she makes it look so easy. <laughs> like ah, I just made a t-shirt. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and like uh, Alex Paul, um, uh, where uh, the boss of Steve. Uh, he um, he just makes fantastic like cookware and axes. I'm a, kind of a axe nerd, I guess. I have a thing with axes, so that is he's a hero in that aspect. And uh, like Al, he is just a. I have no idea how the mind of that man works. It's just <laughs> fantastic, you know. It's just the things that come out and how it works, and it's just awesome to see. And uh, same as um, Hans talked about last time, Caroline, uh, the things she makes is just unbelievable. You know, the the sloth costumes, and it's, yeah, it's just breathtaking. How 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 can she make that? <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's just uh, there's not one person. It's all of them. <laughs> These people out there are amazing. They just constantly pushing themselves. Like even I watch the guys brothers make the two yeah, yeah. two guys. Jeez, I'm gonna butcher their names because I can't remember both their names. It's Matt and I've forgotten the other guy's name. Johnny. It's Johnny, yeah, Johnny, Matt and Johnny. Yeah. Sorry, boys. Um, yeah, and like they they had never really done any laminating and before, and you know, there they were making this slide for a competition, and yeah. you know, for this for their son. And I just thought, how good is that? They'd never yeah. done that before, and there they are building this thing. That's just amazing. I mean, it was a big project for them. It was really daunting for them. But you know what? Yeah. They did it. They didn't give up. So well, that was awesome. Mm. Let's go over to Hack Attack. 
what have we, what little tips or tricks have you got for the people out there who want to start maybe doing something like whittling or carving or or anything else you want to give them a tip about? Tip would be just do it and get yourself an angle grinder. <laughs> okay. You can do so much with it. <laughs> It's so true because you can buy so many wheel attachments for it, right? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Like I have uh, things to cut and grind metal, but uh, I have um, and you can attach sanding discs to angle grinder. And um, then you have a fantastic machine to, you know, make knives or uh, just wood. Or whatever so that is a tool i think a lot of people don't have it or they're scared of it because yeah it is a scary machine but it's also really useful <laughs> awesome oh uh, you can uh you can uh, make tools with it like if i want to get in uh, into wood carving i can uh it's easy to uh, one of the tools you need to make, like uh, carving tools and stuff. So it's a tool making machine. <laughs> That's right, people. If you don't have an angle grinder, I suggest you go out and buy one. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you want to leave the audience with um, today to go home with? Don't be afraid of making stuff. Uh, if you like to make stuff, or, uh, or there is something that is daunting, uh, like this wooden figurines I've been carving, that was one of the things that was kind of daunting to me because I just couldn't wrap my mind around how to make the face and these 3D shapes in a block of wood. So that took me, uh, was something I wanted to try for a long time before I tried it, but just don't be afraid to try and fail. Uh, make mistakes. Like make mistakes, Terry. Make mistakes or fail. Yeah, no, no, you can't fail. Yeah. There's no such thing as failing. It's making mistakes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned this from Hans uh, last week or the week before. <laughs> yeah, 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 it can be healthy to fail properly too. The, I like to say uh, with spoon carving and stuff that uh, if you start with a piece of firewood and you're gonna make a piece of yeah, a spoon out of it, you can't you, you can actually not fail in that because whatever you do, you still have firewood. <laughs> so that's yeah, awesome, Terry. That's awesome. <laughs> That's it for today, I think, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening into this podcast with Terrier Smistad. Where can everyone find you, uh, Terrier, if they want to look you up? Uh, I'm Terrier Smistad on uh, Facebook, and I'm also in progress uh, on Instagram and uh, maybe eventually YouTube and yeah, the other platforms. So awesome in progress. Yeah, we'll find them in there. <laughs> cool guys. All right. Well, uh, everyone, 
stay classy, uh, keep on making mistakes, and uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We're done. Finished. Nice.